Welcome 2209. Today is September 16th, 2020. My name is David Wise. I'm sitting here with Michael Scott, Angie Bonetta, Lavinia Hairston, and we have a special guest today, Shane Davis. But before we get into that, I wanted to shout out for the strike last year that the anniversary is this week, and it was September. Yes, my memories came up. What yes. day was it? September 15th? September 15th at 11.59, they walked out. Yep, so yeah. we are going to be doing kind of updates with the podcast kind of every week, what was going on during the strike at that time, so stay tuned. Just a reminder, our monthly union meeting is here at the hall this Sunday, the 20th at 11 a.m. Thank you, Angie. So we have Shane Davis here. How are you doing today, Shane? All right. I guess we'll go into like your background. So how long have you worked at Fort Wayne Assembly? I came to Fort Wayne Assembly in 2006. Sorry, go ahead. Just in production. Okay. And then um, I transferred from Kokomo, Indiana. Started there in 1999, so got 21 years as of last month nice congratulations congrats Uh congratulations i became financial secretary in 2013 when gwen transferred to texas i know this isn't your first term but is this your first elected position for the union yes okay How, how do you like it it's good it follows my background in accounting and business that's what my bachelor's degree's in so actually get to use it yeah awesome <laughs> uh, not too many people can say that especially i mean here yeah i mean i know like phil radkos he's got a degree in education right and, yeah yeah a lot of the members have degrees but right we hate to leave the job so right. it's like you mm-hmm. never get to use them so. right right i know we are pretty fortunate to have you as our financial secretary mm-hmm. so you thank a good you job thank you do you, absolutely you. good job um, so you said you've been financial secretary since 2013. So what does the financial secretary do exactly? Uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah, when I first took this job, I was like overwhelmed. It's, um, you know, you think you go in and you're writing checks or, you know, I've ran businesses before, you know, for companies where you just basically write checks or make schedules. Mm-hmm. And you had corporate that handles like payroll tax. Oh, uh, okay. I found out when you took this job, you're corporate and everything. Oh, okay. so you have to do your payroll tax, you do insurance, you do all the checks, all the permits. So basically we're responsible for everything this hall. Anything running. that relates to dollars with our hall, yes. you kind of have your hands in. Yep. Okay. So that's a, quite a daunting task then. Yeah. It's a lot <laughs> like sometimes. I said, I think, we what are am blessed. I doing? <laughs> right. Also the role of the financial secretary, if the the bookworms out there want to look it up it's on page 112 article 40 section 4 and then that lists the international's description of the role mm-hmm. like let's talk about union dues a little bit because a lot of we all pay union dues right so what is the current hourly rate like how much dues am i paying out um, of my check currently um it's 2.5 hours a month okay out of your check um they raised that a couple constitutional conventions ago to the point five that goes strictly to the strike and defense fund okay. um, to help us during strike. In the last convention, they voted if it the strike and defense fund reaches a certain amount, I can't mm-hmm. remember exactly that number, that they would drop that back off. But we had a big strike afterwards. Right. So I don't see that happening anytime soon, but um, it's still a small price to pay for what we get. So th- that's what we pay. Um, say I notice in my check stubs that my dues aren't coming out. What would I do then? Oh, that's an important one because um, we've had many that GM 
slips through the cracks and right. they don't they need to contact us soon because a lot of people come in here and find out hey we're not even members and uh, we tried to clear that up before the strike because we wanted to make sure everybody got strike pay so we got most of that taken care of but if you do slip through the cracks because we have temps that leave and come back and GM just don't start them, mm-hmm. or we even have people go on sick leave and they don't start them back up, <laughs> to mm-hmm. contact us immediately because you want to get those started. You don't want to get far behind. and um, We try to catch that, but it's not perfect. If we don't know someone came back, we can't catch it. Because I get that right. question, like, mm-hmm. well, how didn't you catch that I'm not paying dues? Well, if you're in the system marked as terminated, sick leave, I don't know that you came back if GM don't report that. And they're not good at reporting to us like they're supposed to. So a lot of people slip through the cracks, but we're trying to bridge that gap so that don't so happen. Do we, so would a person, like, come to the hall and... Should they contact you, get a hold of Erica? Uh, they can contact me or Erica. They could call or um, stop by. Okay. We always like people to stop by, show yep. them the hall and what we can do. But, yep. um, but, yeah, you can just do it as simple as a call, too. And okay. Along with that people's addresses is important too you know they think if they change in socrates that changes the world it doesn't mm-hmm. right. it does not the I hall can, <laughs> i can say that it's different if you're anytime anything changes just make a habit of calling the hall i mean because especially your wage or anything mm-hmm. something as little as that you know if you're getting paid down here i can't just guess your wage i don't know that you got a three percent raise if if um you don't let us know so i mean gm tries to give us the wages but in order to make it right, just make sure you're putting your wage on your voucher, and or if your address changes, get a hold of us because any change is important to us too down here to make you, sure you get the information. You don't have access to GM's information systems like that. Like if we do update on Socrates, that's why it's important for yes. a member to call down here. And you said that General Motors is supposed to notify you, but I mean, look at how our pay ends up exactly. week to week. <laughs> so I mean, that gives you an idea. That's one thing I always learned. Never mess up people's pay. Get that yes. right. Yes. So yes, that just is. always communicate with us on any changes you have. Or if you're not sure, always just call us. We'll guide you in the right direction. All right. So since we're also talking about dues, when all of our members' union dues come out, where does that money end up going? Like, how, What's the breakdown for where the due dollars go? Yep. Um, usually dues come out the first full week of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, some people get confused when that is. If the Sunday doesn't fall on the first, it okay. will come out – Basically, what you're seeing is the second. So oh, okay. if it's a Monday the first, you're going to see it the next week. Okay. It has to Sunday has to fall on that first, or it'll look like the second week. But okay. it's always the first full week of the month when they come out, and they don't reach us that week. I mean, people as soon as they see it on their paycheck, something wrong, they're calling me wondering what's wrong. Well, I can't right. see that for like a month because GM, oh, even though they okay. take it out, mm-hmm. it takes GM. They process the dues, and what they do, they send it to our software company our software company encodes it and gets it back to me that way nobody's information's out there and they get it back to me and so it takes about three weeks to a month for me to get the data to see what they did wrong but um if you notice anything wrong call me but i do need time to get those files or i can call about them but it goes to our software company they send it to me then it gets into our system that's how it's processed okay as in where the dues go, they all come back to us mm-hmm. in the form of a big check from General Motors, what everybody paid. From that check, we have to write to the international what's called a per capita. That's basically their portion of the dues. And how that's broke down, um, locally we keep about 38% of the dues. Um, international takes 32% for their general fund, and their strike and defense fund gets about 30%. So that equals the 100%. So when people see our financial report, 
a lot of people ask, well, how's the local union hall spend 200 and some thousand a right. month? We're not actually spending it. It's just your dues dollars going to the internationalists writing a check for like 200,000. You know, okay. so when we write that check, that's our big portion of our budget. Um, then you see we've got about 100,000 or less to spend as a budget for the local hall, which includes everything from lost time to, you know, paying for people to come down here for class or go volunteer or any upgrades any to the building maintenance or so when you see the funds drop it's usually what members approved to have done like okay. um right. everything has to be approved i always get that right like, with the whole union hall thing they the repairs mm -hmm. they actually ran that through right the the membership mm -hmm. so they do it's not i don't think so they don't do like a fund every they don't take money out every month for maintenance in the plant or is i mean in the union hall. The hall or is that just like considered like like todd's and erica's and their incomes and stuff like that so the people that are hired at the union hall those does that include their incomes yes that the okay. hundred thousand or less what we have to spend a month is everything right okay <laughs> not including the per capita that you see the so when you see the three hundred thousand we're mm -hmm. spending you know, minus right. that. But what we have to spend as a local is about right around a hundred grand. I tell people, you know, that's everything. So when mm -hmm. people think, oh, you got all this money in the bank. Well, yeah, but if you start dwindling it, as other locals have seen, like Kokomo, where I came from, huge local, a lot of people, we thought we were on top of the world. Our union hall was paid for, we right. got, and boom, we had an event that dropped membership and now they can't mm -hmm. pay for it. Well, they ended up having to sell their hall. We don't want that mm -hmm. situation here. So we try to protect and keep a cushion. So if something downturns, we don't have to cut or you right. know, get rid of our hall or because it's paid for and we've all worked for it. So it's our hall. Right. So we do got to keep that bubble. I always hear the thing, well, if we don't spend it, International is going to take it. That's not mm -hmm. true. International don't come in and just take your money unless you're going into receivership, meaning, you know, your plant closed and you don't have nothing to do with the money and you're closing your hall. But even okay. if our plant would close and our hall would stay open to serve our members, as long as we could sustain it, okay. international is not going to come in and take it. So okay. we like to keep that bubble for things we got to do. Look, look at the strike we had. If we didn't yeah. have the funds mm -hmm. to be able to, I mean, we did good services to our members, like mm -hmm. have food, shuttles right. mm -hmm. that all came out of that. You know, we tried to, um, and a lot of locals didn't have that. We no. were very fortunate to oh, have yeah. more than donuts and coffee and right. water. Not only that, the bills right. are still due. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. we have to keep the electric on. Yeah, and we started to, to pay our on. staff. They got a contract. Right. So the only thing that I'm authorized to write checks for that's not approved by the membership is general maintenance. Yeah, if I have to fix something, okay. we have to pay the power bill. We have to. I'm not. We're not going to ask for that every month. Right. So that's just given. But now, like, if it's something special. We got to ask the membership for everything. So kind of like, like our, if we want to paint the atrium or whatever, then we yeah. Would. If it's going to be a, a big expense outside mm -hmm. the norm, we always ask. Right. That's okay. what I was. That's now, what like, I was meaning. Like if Holly had to paint a wall, no, we're not going to get permission to go buy a gallon of paint. Right. Um, but if it's a big expense, like when they wanted to do this, get a hundred fifty thousand dollar renovation project. Right. Yeah, you're going to ask the membership, and then you're going to report out what you spent that money on and how you did it. As we can see mm -hmm. in our hall, we're pretty proud about keeping it maintained if yes you go into a lot of locals they're not so maintained and i we get a lot of compliments mm -hmm. here so I my old see my message. old local was like this little building that just sat there and on sundays they had hot dogs <laughs> and beer and people would come but it was like not even maybe 
not even I don't even think it was as big as the back of our building, like you know, like where the membership meets and stuff. Uh-huh. I don't even think it was that big. Like it was a little bit smaller than that. Like we had a little bitty rundown shack that was around the corner from the plant. But mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of them don't. I love this hall. Like mm-hmm. I love it, and it's it's good because we get to feel comfortable in it. It's you know we always hear it's your hall to the membership. This is your hall. You know what I'm saying? So visit it. Come down. Say hi to Erica. You know, she loves to say hi to me. She loves speaking. <laughs> it's what we like to promote, that it's your hall. Yes, right. not it ours. Is, it is. We right. technically pay rent, so. Yes. Right. And that's why Holly Holly has stepped up and made mm-hmm. it um, affordable for members. I mean, $50 to rent this building. That's Oh, wow. We're basically paying yeah. you to rent it, but yeah. it's your dues dollars, so mm-hmm. you should be able to rent it. Um that's awesome. For cheap. I didn't realize so, it was that. Yes. That $50. Cheap. That so is you, so cheap. Didn't it go up like before? Wasn't it like 200 or something? Well, it was up to like 800 there for I, a while. I'm about to say, Ooh. it used to be high. Yeah. yeah. There's I some other there. contingencies, though. Like if you have a reception here and you're going to do alcohol, you have to pay to have the police officer out here. Um, we don't require a police officer anymore. It's not required in Indiana. But okay. you do now have to get your own liquor permit. Okay. Um, because... We, we decide we're not going to use ours for private parties because right. we don't want to be liable if somebody right. if you're not using yeah, our people yeah. to or I'm not here or someone's right. not here to mm-hmm. monitor it. So you just that's a fifty dollar permit. I think you go and get if you're going to have like certain liquors. That's to put the reliability on you right. to make sure you're carding mm-hmm. the people and not us. So right, that's to protect everyone. That's fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. No, that's awesome. But it is your hall. And we offer a lot of services to come down. I tell every orientation group. Um, you know, come down here if you want to use computers. We're getting a lab set up so you can come down and feel comfortable using computers. Awesome. awesome. If you need something printed out. I'm a notary now. I just got that. Okay. We, Good um, to Congratulations. That's awesome. awesome. We're working on Hollies, but we had so many members ask, where can we get notary? Well, Benefits does it, but they can't always get to the plant or right. can't find them. So now I'll be able to do that service here for the members. You can fax something. If, if you just want to stop by for a soda or something, like we said, it's your hall. Utilize it. So. Awesome. Yeah, I actually work in the plant too. A lot of people mm-hmm. yep. say that's surprising, but I you're in body shop I now, see you right? All the time. Well, I now. used to see you all the time. Yeah, I I was in GA forever. Mm-hmm. I um, cab set most of my time. I was you know mm-hmm. IP line when I got here, and I'm it's in my set. area. But it was um, it was a great area, and mm-hmm. we loved it. Of course, with this new T one, it they it changed. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's job. Mm-hmm. So it got overloaded, crazy. Um, I tried quality for a little while wasn't really my thing I, I like to be busy i like yeah. to not be bored but so i went over to body recently and i thought where was this place years ago i would have came <laughs> right. here years ago <laughs> right it's great body shop it's like being at a parts plant again but um i'm a team leader over there so i do spend time in the plant you know i've been going in like three days a week so yeah then catching up here so it's busy i am in the plant too i'm not just down here right setting all day like yep. some people might think <laughs> i'm saying you were really busy last year with our strike is there any thoughts that you'd like to share as we just approach our one year of our first day this is would have been day yeah. one yeah. yeah it was definitely a learning experience i mean i would went through a couple trainings to to set up a strike but we never had to in those other mm-hmm. trainings we actually had to this time um, i am the one that came up with everybody's schedule with such a large membership i thought it'd be great to and that was kind of cutting it thin a little bit but i thought four hours for people was not too much so right and we got a lot of members that yeah. travel far yes. still so i tried to, to keep everybody within four hours and it worked out pretty good you know and, it did mm-hmm. and we had to think about parking so i couldn't do right. hardly more than four hours 
And if you look at a lot of locals, there was people there have to go three days a week. Mm-hmm. So I thought we were more than fair. And I mean, I got, that's why it was hard for me when I'd get yeah. a lot of people complain to me like, right. hey, I have to drive all the way for four hours. I said, well, I've been here seven days a week, sometimes 12 <laughs> hours a day. Yes. So you're not getting my sympathy right now. Right. But, um, it was it was great. I mean, I like doing it. Um, I like keeping busy. It was we learned a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully we don't have to use it again. Right. Mm-hmm. But we learned a lot about the check distribution. I mean, I knew that was going to be a nightmare from the beginning because oh, yeah. you're trying mm-hmm. to give four thousand checks out in a. It's just it was hard, and you know, luckily I wasn't the one cutting checks because there was a lot of errors up yes. north. But of course, it's going to be they're doing. Right all these people yes, but mm-hmm. not just our plan either international yeah. sending so, out for all of general motors mm-hmm. UAW i did members. think it brought our membership a lot closer together after I, that strike agree, yeah. Yeah. people were more involved and people understood more what we did and they seen us there and they, they knew. find a lot of people never been to the hall before actually came to the hall they, i think more people feel willing to do more things here um since that too you put in a lot of work and i gotta say we appreciate all the hard work that you put in. Thank you for everything. Yeah, we tried to divide it up. I covered third shift. So if you didn't see me, you probably mm-hmm. weren't on third shift. Yeah. I covered third shift most of the time. So, And we ran pretty smooth. We had a good time. But definitely learned. Definitely glad <laughs> that's over with for yeah. now. <laughs> we had a crazy year. We had a strike. strike. And we had COVID. It's Freaking just pandemic. been. I don't want to go through all this again. We have, you know, and, and it's funny because we sit in the plant every day and we're like, oh, my gosh, can we get a breakdown or something? Can we go home? And then when you finally get something like that, like within a week, mm-hmm. I was bored. I was like, look, I need something to do. So, yes, you know, even with like the pandemic, I, I literally was working out and then. I didn't gain pandemic weight. I gained mm. back to work weight, you know, so. Yeah, when I first went out, I thought, oh, this is nice, a little break, because I, <laughs> I can't hardly take vacation down here, because really, yes, we got trustees, but I'm so particular on doing things. On like your stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's not, not against trustees. I'm sure they could do a great job, but when someone else is doing your job, if there's a mistake or even if it's a different way than you mm-hmm. do it, it's a lot to try to fix and a lot to try to get back, so. I try to just schedule my time out around your what things are going here and yeah. people we don't have a lot going on so it's try a juggling act so I don't use a lot of my vacation now as before when I worked in the plant all the time I used mm-hmm. every bit of it <laughs> every one um, well we really appreciate you coming out today and doing this interview with us thank, thank you. you thank you for listening thank you.